Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey, y'all, I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. Uh, we're doing this thing. This is the finale recap of Loki, which I think all three of us will agree. Favorite MCU shows thus far out of the three? Yes. Hands down. Oh, my gosh. What? All the flowers for all of them. (laughs) Yes. Round of applause. Yes. I got to say, I'm still, I've still got. (laughs) A lot of love in my heart for Wanda. So oh, for sure. For, uh, for me, this is a this is a very tight race. Um, <laughs> and maybe if they had given me a few more Loki episodes, I would feel differently. Um, and it would like pull ahead completely. But uh, but yes, very very much in love with what the MCU is doing with these shows. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad we have them. What what a I mean, so it sounds so weird, but what a gift to be able to watch brand new content like this. Um, I know with a character that we never, like I always hoped. Right. I (laughs) I hoped beyond hope that that would happen. And oh my gosh, like truly it's a gift. It really is. Because there wasn't, I mean, there was, I guess, you know, the fans wanted a Loki movie, but how was a Loki movie going to work? Right. Yeah. I think we made out better with this. Honestly. I think they 100%. found a way. 100%. 100%. We got Actually, more. We got more yes. of Loki than we would have in a movie. So I'm and that, hashtag winning. Yeah, and that, <laughs> that's how I have felt about all three of these um, MCU on Disney Plus so far. So thank you, Disney Plus, for providing this awesome content. Keep thank you, Marvel Studios. Absolutely. Like, we're hyped for the rest of yes. it. You know, we're, we're definitely tied in for all of this. Um, but yeah, now... That being said, I didn't. Wow. I I didn't. No, well, no, it's not shade. It's just a confession. I didn't love this finale. And you know why? Because there was no pretty wrap up bow. There was no, there was no answer. It left, it just was so left open ended. I'm a little mad about it. I'm a little mad about it. Like I wanted it to be mostly wrapped up with a little hint of more to come. Instead, they, I mean, I'm watching it and I hit pause at one point to see like how much time I had left because I was sitting there going, wow, I need another hour for them to wrap this up. And I had 12 minutes left. There was 12 minutes. And I went, you are not doing this to me, Kate Heron. You are not. And she did. And then she did. Yep. Mm, She did. So I got to admit that as much as, of course, the acting, the um, the 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 moments that were we you know that we wanted to see happen, and some of the reveals and stuff. All of that was cool and great, and like I'm happy with it. So don't get me wrong; like I'm not mad at the finale, but I <laughs> needed a little bit more resolution, I think, in some ways. And she left it so completely, totally, one hundred percent open ended at the end. It was at that twelve minute when I when I hit pause and saw I had twelve minutes left. I said, we have a season two coming. Like oh, that's, yeah. I, I just knew at that point there Heck had to be. Yes. Right. I just well, knew I that there you. had to be a season two. And I knew that that was going to be what they gave us at the very end, that they weren't going to give us a stinger. They weren't going to give us a, nope. you know, a true credit. I just knew that I, I was like, I called it. I knew it. I knew it. So I've been wrong about a lot of things in the MCU, but this was the one thing <laughs> <laughs> I can claim that I knew as soon as I saw that there was only 12 minutes left and we were nowhere near any kind of resolution nope. i was like season two done i really thought i was gonna feel that way um mm-hmm. and and i i did have moments of thank god everybody in my family was awake and watching family <laughs> with me this morning because the way that i screamed today twice like this morning <laughs> watching this show <laughs> honestly and and so i but after it was done i sat there and i kind of soaked it up and i was uh-huh. like holy cow I am so excited for about what, for what's about to happen. Like yes. all the content that's coming, it really like hyped it up for me. So I'm with you. 
always I, to the end of the line, but always, always. I just got total goosebumps, like hearing yeah. you kind of pl- lay it out there like that. Cause you're right. That you're right. There was so much to unpack here, which Ashley's gonna do an amazing job for us and explain it <laughs> yes, all to us here in just you. a minute. Um that in content wise, that it 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 also made sense on you know how they picked this one to be the last Disney plus show to put out this year and boom. Well, I guess it's not the last one this year. Don't, don't we have another one coming? No, up in, it's not the last one this year. No. What if not, it's coming up next? What if, what if? in August? That's right. Yeah. That's I was like, we've got something Hawkeye. coming. Soon. Uh, Hawkeye, Hawkeye after that, the right? Fall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fall. So. Okay. Okay. But out of these first three that they came up with, I obviously this had to be this last one because it left us on this big, huge cliffhanger. Um, like you have alluded to, there's a lot of things. I got to know, Julia, what were your two moments where you hollered? <laughs> um, the, the, the kiss, uh-huh. for sure. Uh-huh. Um, and then Mobius saying, uh-huh. Oh, I, my heart. I, in a million, like my heart was already broken. And then, you know, when Wanda rips out the heart of uh, Ultron, mm-hmm. it it felt like that. Mm. <laughs> All over again. I, see, I was hollering at different parts, but that yeah. one, that one just made me sad. I was more sad uh, about that than Sylvie. I was like, no. I, mean, I had a uh, total Tyra Banks moment with Sylvie. I mean, I actually <laughs> yelled. I was rooting for you. you. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> we were all rooting for you. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. was that was hard and and hard and to see happen. But but at the same time, that was something I felt like had to happen Be- yeah. because of the Lokis and who Lokis are and what we know about Loki. And, and he, I mean, again, he is so self aware in this. It's just it was beautiful and it was well done. But he was like, "You can't trust, and I can't be trusted." And he's just like, I can't be trusted. You know, I mean, that's just, he just All says I it so matter of fact. Was her last episode saying, How do I know you're not going to betray me at the end? And mm-hmm. I, the, the words, this bee, like, kept flying out of my mouth <laughs> because it wasn't Agatha all along, it was Sylvie all along. That's and right. I am, yeah, I was beside myself. She did it. She did that. I should have seen it coming. Ashley was like, come on, bro. But I was like, I wanted to believe. As soon as I saw him kiss, I was like, she's setting him up. It's a setup. Mm -hmm. It's over, Jenny. It's over. (laughs) But that being said, so how this ended up leaving us was kind of on this cliffhanger. We have Mobius, who has no idea who Loki is. Like, what? Hashtag sob. Yeah. And we have Sylvie having taken care of Kang, at least this version of him for the time being, which I had the whole pretty woman mistake. Huge, big mistake, (laughs) you know, going through my head. Um, But I don't know. Like, I don't know enough about this character to know if that is a mistake or not. But that was just my first reaction. Oh, it's a mistake. It's a mistake. Okay. (laughs) It's a big mistake. I'm learning. I'm learning. Okay. Let's get into it. We're going to get into it. Yeah. Let's go ahead and start discussing. um, And then we'll add our our thoughts or whatever along the way. But, um, but yeah, yeah, let's do this. Go ahead, Ashley. Take it. Oh, hi. Hi. I'm Patty <laughs> Holiday. You, in case you're new here and you haven't listened to all the other like discussions, just thought I'd say hi. Um, head fan girl in charge. You can find me on all socials at No Guilt Life. Uh, would love to chat with you on the Twitters. You know, you hit us up on the Facebook, whatever, man. Um, we also have Marvel Moms Facebook group and No Guilt Disney Facebook group. Either one, you can find me lurking around in there um, as well as on Twitter. Uh, you ladies, please introduce yourselves. We've kind of skipped over that, but you know what? People <laughs> want to know who they're talking to and why, so <laughs> go for it. Hey friends, I'm Ashley. You can find me at withashleyandco.com on Twitter at that Ashley Aaron on CBR.com as well as my podcast, Geek Girls Universe. Hey guys, it's Julia back again for another week. Um, you can find me on all major social media platforms at Queenie11078. Um, yeah, that's me. 
All right, uh, Ashley, now you're up. Um, <laughs> Ashley, oh, but, and by the way, if y'all want to know why we lean on Ashley for this, it's because she's a big dork. Um, yep. And I mean that in a loving, <laughs> I love you girl kind of way. Uh, yes. She is very geeky, very nerdy, and she likes comic books. So as we're dipping into uh, phase four of the MCU, a lot of uh, things are, we're, we're getting new characters and we're getting new things. And so if you are like me, and uh, Julia, I'm not going to speak for you, but feel free to chime in. Um, I know the MCU, but I don't know uh, comics. And so this helps when Ashley gets excited about something or I see something blow up on Twitter. I'm like, Ashley, what does that mean? Like, it's yep. for me. <laughs> uh, so that's what our girls here for is to um, kind of just explain why people are losing their mind over King the Conqueror showing up um, in Amen. this episode. Yeah. And uh, and she she knows those things because she's a lifelong reader of comics and, and geek along those ways. So uh, that's Ashley's creds, and that's why she's here. Uh, all right, go for it. Let's do this. Okay, so this episode was called For All Time, Always. Very fitting. Uh, the opening credits might be my most favorite Marvel Studios logo crawl ever. Oh my Maybe. gosh! Can we talk about this? Yes, yes. Let's like let because yes. when I'm yeah. watching this, <laughs> yeah, when I'm watching this, my head immediately went and my heart started breaking into a bazillion pieces because I interpreted this, and I have no idea if this is a true interpretation, but they were doing this to us. And then I thought, what is about to happen? They are going to change all of that, aren't they? Like somehow, what we knew before. Because of this multiverse and this madness and all this craziness, are they going to like, is everything? Totally like fourth dimensional. Yeah. yeah. Like everything's happening at once. I mean, listen, that song, Peggy and, and uh, Steve's song always gets me right in the feels. Uh, and so I was same. Like, <laughs> I, I was like, come on, guys. Really? We're not even in it. Yeah. Was- so. Ashley, what all lot. did we see? Yeah, what did they talk about? Tell okay, us what, so, the, what we so saw. there was a lot. There was a lot. Um, so you hear, you kind of hear, um, it was like Iron Man's uh, arc blasters kind of powering up. And you hear, it's been a long, long time, which is Peggy and Steve's song that they danced to at the end of Endgame. Uh, yeah, and then we hear all sorts of snippets from various MCU, MCU films, including uh, Falcon calling Ant-Man Tic Tac. That was in Civil War. Hope telling Scott, that's how you punch. Black Panther saying Wakanda forever. You know, you hear, again, you hear Scott Lang, you hear Black Widow, you hear Star-Lord. There's there's a friend from work, you know, from Thor Ragnarok. I can do this all day, which I was like, oh, Steve, I miss you so much. Korg Uh, was in there too, which of course is hilarious because we just had Korg all over like Twitter and everything with Deadpool. Yeah, there was Hank Pym, Carol Danvers, Loki, Korg, Nick Fury. And all of that was also mixed in with people from our world. So there was Neil Armstrong, Greta Thunberg, uh, Malala. And I'm not sure. I don't think I can say her last name properly, so I won't try. But yeah. so, <laughs> I don't want to be I, I wouldn't do it either. <laughs> and we, I don't want to be We know who she is. Yeah, no, so, no, no. Yeah. We know who she is. <laughs> Malala, uh, Nelson Mandela. Then you hear classic Loki yelling glorious purpose. Visions line. What is grief if not love persevering? Mm. Followed mm. by Maya Angelou. And then we finally hear Sylvie saying, open your eyes. And I was just crushed. There was so much in that. I was like, okay. Oh, so I have a question. Oh, oh. Yes. I have a question for you, Ashley, and what your thought is on this. I'm curious. So the the beginning with Tony, right? At which we yeah. all know that's where it began, right? Yes. And then sort of the quick lead in from Ant-Man. Do you think that that was kind of a, a, a wink, I guess, to what's coming up with Quantum Mania? 1,000%. Yes, I, I don't think anything. Yeah, like, I don't I think, think any of this. Of yeah. I think they were all very specific. Yeah. So go ahead, yes. Ashley. Tell us why. <laughs> oh, no. I would just say, I, no, I agree. Because honestly, um, well, basically, we were getting bits and pieces of what we know is coming in phase four. Like, we know there's another, you know, Captain Marvel movie, and we know Korg is coming back, and obviously Nick Fury is coming around. And But yeah, there was a lot of Ant-Man and Wasp stuff. And I, it's, and I was like, oh, yeah, because Kang. And I was like, come on, that means Kang's got to be in this, this episode and it's not going to be a Mephesto situation. Like, we're going to actually get it. Kang the Conqueror. It. 
We're not I was worthy. so stoked. <laughs> like that was my first hollering moment when I saw the elevator open and Jonathan Majors was standing there. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, there he is. So excited. I knew it. I, I actually <laughs> thought to myself, Ashley is crowing right now. As <laughs> she should. <laughs> I was, I was totally doing like my, I told you so dance. <laughs> That's it. Oh gosh. Anyways, but I just, yeah, that the whole opening with all the quotes and just and the like the mixing of like the real world, you know, our world mm-hmm. and, the, mm-hmm. and the MCU world because of how it that it gets explained later about the layers of the different multiverses. It's just like, oh, it was so good. Like, gosh, Marvel. Yeah, honestly, used to impress me. Like, just they're so smart. They they kind of so know what clever. they're doing, you know. Yeah, I they, mean, a little bit. They do know what they're doing a little bit. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty wild. But um, yeah, no, I agree. I until you started talking about, it, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, it was <laughs> it was just one of those moments that I really I paused and I went back and I listened to it three more times, and then sat there and said, okay, I'm now prepared for what is to come. Which of course I was not, and of oh, course Patty. I. When will you I, learn? I, when will you learn? I, I never, never. Bless bless. Her. Um, Marvel's <laughs> counting on it. They're like, "Girl, you don't know nothing." Um, but speaking of that, when you mentioned Vision's line, uh, "Holla to WandaVision and Falcon uh, Winter Soldier, Falcon and the Winter Soldier" for their Applause. Emmy noms. Yes, I mean, finally. I tell you, recognition. I, I think I think Lizzie Olsen has some massively stiff competition. So I'm as far as I'm concerned, I would give her this. I would give her the statue. But her her she is so oh my gosh, those women are amazeballs in there. And not to say that the men aren't, but I I think Paul can, I think Paul can win that one. So oh my gosh, and I mean Agatha. There's no only for that line. For that I was going to say that line, the grief it, line. Like he's doing it right, mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. right there, right there. That was his Emmy. Shout moment. out yeah. to Don Cheadle for pulling an <laughs> for like man in there for like a minute. All right, King, we see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we see you for sure. Oh my god, so we see you flexing. Okay, <clears throat> it's a little messed up because there was an actor that had way more that should have been nominated in this but we're not going to go there because Don Cheeto congratulations like I I'm not taking anything away from you but um I loved his response like on Twitter he was like <laughs> he was for so the funny. haters I see you you know for for those of there he's saying congratulations I appreciate it for those that are like you know shoulder shrug he's like I'm with you <laughs> he's like but it is what it is we move forward and I was like good answer good answer so yeah I got gotta love it but um but oh, uh, and uh, definitely, Catherine Hahn is is going to win in her category. Yes, I, my second choice in there is Hacks. Is the girl from Hacks? And I can't think of her name offhand. So sorry, but I kind of feel like um, Catherine's going to get that one. But anyway, so amazing Emmy news that just came out yesterday. So we had to throw that in there. Yeah, big deal, big too. deal, all big deal. Okay, back to <laughs> this. So you hear Sylvie say, "Open your eyes." Open your eyes. And there we are, Loki and Sylvie. They're standing before that castle, the fortress that we saw last week. Uh, it's inside of like a meteor, which is super cool and comic relevant. Okay. For this particular citadel, there is precedence for it to be there. Um, so they walk up to the door and Sylvie's hesitant about going in. I mean, you would be too, right? You don't know what's beyond this door. This dude clearly like controls lots of things. So, I mean, it's, it's right to be hesitant. However, the door swings open on its own. That was like very haunted mansion. Like the master will see you now. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, I love the banter right before though, where she's like, aren't you going to tell me not to kick the door in? He's like, nah, I would just be wasting my breath. (laughs) Like I get it now. Yeah. Um, so they're walking in. Everything's really quiet, eerie, and dang if Shady McShaderson herself doesn't pop up out of nowhere like a horror Nightmares movie. Nightmares for the rest of Seriously. my life. Miss Minutes is like, <laughs> hey, y'all. And I'm like, oh, God. My kids jumped. They were like, oh. <laughs> Remember how we thought she was so cute and adorable? And we were no, like, we love Miss Minutes. And now we're like, that <laughs> be. Yeah. She's I mean, evil. Mm-hmm. Homegirl's evil. Uh, she welcomes them to the Citadel at the end of time. And before she confirmed it, I got super excited because in the comics, that is the home of he who remains. 
And he who remains is the creator of the Timekeepers and the last director of the TVA. So she confirms that it is indeed he who remains, who resides here. He's created everything. He controls everything. She's just very like, "Um, he's he who remains. Duh. So she claims that he'll wheel and deal and reinstate Sylvie and Loki on the timeline. And it won't cause any disruptions. And not only that, they can live the lives they always wanted to live. So for Loki, that would be winning the Battle of New York, killing Thanos, having the Infinity Gauntlet, being on the throne of Asgard. And I'm like, there's no way that the dude who's like trying to keep the timeline straight is going to let Loki do all this stuff. That would mess up so many things. So, all right, sus, Miss Minutes. Mm -hmm. Then Sylvie, she promises her a lifetime of happy memories and that the two of them can be together. But our Lokis are smart and they're like, no, you're, you're lying. And so Miss Minutes disappears. But not before being super shady when they're like, we make our own destiny now. And she's all like, that's cute. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. That glare she gave them before she peaced out. I was like, <laughs> she is- chill down my spine. Like, Oof. she is the stuff of nightmares now. Like, forget Freddie yeah. and Jason. It's Miss yeah, Minutes. It's Miss Minutes. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> uh, so back at the TVA, Renslayer is going through some files. Miss Minutes pops up like, oh, I just had to take care of something. We're like, sure. And Renslayer's mad. She's like, these aren't the files I asked you to get. And she's like, well, he thinks these would be more useful. Renslayer's all, who is he? And she's like, "Mm, bye, you know, (laughs) again. So what do we think that is? Do we think that that's going to be, because you said, previously that judge renslayer and king the conqueror had like a thing right yeah so i i think that it is king who Mm -hmm. told um miss minutes what to give renslayer and i think because based on our interviews with the loki cast this is kind of renslayer's origin story so i don't think she's met him yet but i think going forward that's their they could end up together because okay. that's where she leaves, right? She leaves to go look for quote unquote free will. Mm-hmm. And she yep. says the only one who has free will is the one in control. And mm-hmm. he who remains slash King is the one in control. So, so at this point in time, our interpretation of judge Slayer is that she's not bad yet. She's just conflicted, confused. She's been told different things. She, she she's re- following the rules. Yeah. Right? So yeah. at this point, maybe she, she truly is going on this search to find out what's up. And then when we find out more later is when we find out which way she goes with what's what. Right. So then we see Loki and Sylvie walking through the Citadel. They enter a room with statues and then he who remains opens the door and invites them into his office. He makes a remark about how Miss Minutes keeps calling him he who remains. But what's important to note is that that is Jonathan Majors, who has been cast as Kang the Conqueror and Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. So when I saw him, like, I had to stifle my noise because everybody was asleep. So I'm, like, in my pillow, like, oh! <laughs> I'm like, it's King! Ah! Like, with nobody to tell but myself, so. Until 4 a.m. when I texted you. Yes, and I was like, oh, God, yes, thank God, somebody's awake. <laughs> this this was me when that happened, because I have not paid any attention to any casting or anything, and I only knew that Kang the Conqueror was the bad guy because you told me, Ashley, right? <laughs> yeah. So I just haven't been, like, dialed into anything, really, except for what has been right in front of me. And so when that opened and he was there, and I was like, okay, I guess this is Kang. And I kept waiting for like the moment for them to say, who are you? And for him to tell us his story, which he finally, that finally does happen. And he does get around to it. And all he says is kind of offhanded. Some call me the conqueror. And I was like, oh, so that's when it clicked for me. So for anybody who's listening, who's like, I had no idea who this was. Yeah, me neither, girl. Like, it's fine. Um, (laughs) But that was the moment that I put it together. And it was all based on listening to this podcast with Ashley that I had any (laughs) idea who Kang the conqueror was. So Um, because he never says it. He never straight up says. No, he does not. My name is Kang. Nice to meet you guys or anything. So he he gives uh, Kang backstory yes when he's talking so it's like again it's like if you know the comics then you're like oh yeah you know it's it's king and, and it's all coming together 
from like the first couple episodes where we've we've gotten these little like breadcrumbs of Kang's involvement from the beginning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Super excited. So they try to kill him in the elevator because I mean, why not? <laughs> They're like, oh, you're just a guy, so we can kill you easily. He's like, yeah, but nah, I, I already knew you were going to try that. So. <laughs> Am I he, though? Am I? No. Yeah, he like dips out of the elevator. Then we see Mobius show up to confront Renslayer. And Renslayer's all like, you can't do that. I'm going to call in the hunters. But he's like, mm, but we know your secret friend. So back in episode two, we see a pen that says Franklin D. Roosevelt High School. And we find out in this episode that that's what Renslayer used to be. She was a principal at that school. So Hunter B-15 leads a group of the TVA hunters into Renslayer's office to kind of start the ball rolling of like, the TVA is lying to you. <laughs> Here is it's proof. Wrong. Yeah. That um, was crazy. Yes. I was like, oh, that's smart. That's a smart way to show them. Um, so now we're back at the Citadel and he who remains is showing Loki and Sylvie. He's telling him, hey, this was all supposed to happen. I literally paved the road and y'all just walked on it. <laughs> and they're like, what? No, we didn't. We did all that on our own. He's like, no, friends. I saw you. I saw the look by the lake. I was like, oh, are we spying? He calls him out on everything. He sure does. He sure does. Um, Renslayer, like we kind of just said, she ends up leaving Mobius behind at the TVA in search of free will because she has figured out that the one who who is in control is the only one with free will. And that's Kang. So, I mean, she might end up getting with him later on down the line of phase four. So, Loki's all like, well, why are, like, who are you afraid of? And he says, I'm afraid of myself. And that's when, like you said, he explains he's been called by many other names, including a ruler, a conqueror, a jerk. I laughed at that. I was like, <laughs> who called you a jerk? I want to know. <laughs> right? All of but, us. <laughs> yeah. But yes, yeah, so when he said conqueror, it's like cough, cough, Kang the Conqueror, cough, cough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, thank, thank, thank you, Marvel, for throwing that in for those of us who are too dumb to know any better. I needed that little extra explanation. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you didn't have to fully spell it out, but that at least confirmed. I mean, I knew who it was because of this podcast. But if I had been somebody who wasn't on Twitter and was or, or wasn't, you know, having the conversations with other geeky people, then I wouldn't have known who that was at all. And, and it would have just been some dude who seems to know a whole lot and, oh, snap, Sylvie kills him. You know what I mean? So right, it was um, definitely also that's just a little plug. People, you want to stay connected with what's what and what's going on. Y'all come back over here and keep listening to No <laughs> Guilt Fangirls podcast because – we're going to have people explain it to us. I am here as a service to you. <laughs> so this is when we start to get his story where he talks about the different variants of himself and how one in the 31st century discovered that his world was stacked upon another world and the layers of this other realities. At first, everything was fine because his other variants also figured this out around the same time. They made connections. It seemed civil until war broke out because some variants were trying to take over the others. So he is the, he claims to be the original variant, the 31st century one. And he discovered Alioth and managed to harness his power in order to bring peace and end this war. He then isolated our time. He calls it our timeline. So that's the timeline that we know of and created the TVA in order to maintain it and to keep everyone safe. He also warns them. He's like, you might think I'm evil, but if you kill me, you have no idea what you're going to be messing with because my other variants are way worse and way more evil. And even though he was like super like clowny and, you know, almost I felt like he was terrifying to me because of how, I don't know, there was just something about the way he delivered that whole origin and and telling them like you don't even know what could come i don't even know you know it's but it's gonna be worse i was like ooh, dude yeah he he did an incredible job of walking that line between goofy and eccentric to like terrifying i will hurt hurt you and i can hurt you and i will like if i need to 
But also, hey, let's eat an apple, you know. <laughs> so, um, I, and, and I have to say, I was it's so funny he pulled that out because that's what I was focusing on was how he was able to talk clearly without spitting apple chunks everywhere yeah. while he's eating. <laughs> like if I try to eat an apple and talk, it's, a, you know, it just doesn't work. So that is a true skill because I also feel like he was truly eating the apple. He wasn't acting like he was eating the apple. It looked yeah, to me like he definitely took was, real bite. He was taking real butts of that apple. So can we get an Emmy nod for that next time? I'm just throwing it out there. Emmy Lister. Anyway, um, I was impressed Also, with that. I love the callback to Dr. Strange with the apple. Yes. Yeah. That was pretty funny. I also, like, I, I got that imagery. And then also, if you want to go with the whole, like, he who knows everything kind of thing, like then the Garden of Eden and the yep. fruit. And I was yep. like, mm, there we go. Interesting. It's an interesting parallels they were drawing there. Um, so yeah, he tells them, he's like, basically you got two options, kill me, get an infinite amount of devils in return, or you guys can take over. And they're like, wait, what? (laughs) Um, so what's interesting about this version of Kang, because it is a version of Kang, he's even dressed like him. This is Immortus, also called future Kang. And in the comics, this version of Kang does want to maintain some stability in the timeline. But mainly for selfish purposes, he wants to be the king who ends up winning, right? He wants to be the king at the end of the game. He doesn't want the other kings interfering. He even goes so far as to help like the Avengers and stuff. So it makes sense that this king is very much like, oh, yeah, I want to maintain some order and stability because everybody else is crazy. I mean, I'm crazy, but they're crazier. (laughs) So let me let me ask you this. Is it? Accurate, semi-accurate. Remember last episode when I was suppositioning that if all of these Lokis are Lokis, so they're the same. So there's a bunch of Kangs that are Kangs, right? Yeah. So what I was picturing was our Loki wants to be the winner and wants to be the final one standing, or at least when when the when the show starts, Loki 2012, 2013, you know, New York Loki, of course, that was very much would have been his personality. Obviously through this whole series, he changed a whole lot. Um, But kind of what I'm hearing you say with Kang is kind of the same thing. It's like, there's a whole bunch of Kangs out there. Um, Is there an alligator Kang? Do we, are we going to see that? I mean, who knows, right? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, but I hope alligator Loki takes him out. That's right. That's right. We need that. Um, but anyway, so kind of along the same lines is there's multiple Kangs, multiple yes. Lokis. Yes. Um, are, would you say that they're like similar? They're just two different species. Like in other words, how Loki and Sylvie are the same person. Kang and Kang the Conqueror and <laughs> Alligator Kang would also be the same people, <laughs> just with different uh, perspectives on things or you know, places in the world or whatever. I mean, based on comics, it's just, it's a, a reincarnate, which he talks about, right? He talks about uh-huh. reincarnation. It's a reincarnation of the same person. And then like, uh, Kang, the conqueror goes into like a sleep. It's very complicated <laughs> in okay. the comics, but essentially I think the way they seem to be going, considering, Kang all looked alike and like our Lokis were slightly different minus president Loki. Um, I think they're going more on like he's being reincarnated and his variants are more closely uh, similar, I guess. Okay. So if we see future Kangs with the S on there, we expect them to look similar. Those are yeah. look the same essentially and be the same dude, just playing different versions of that. Wow. That could, yeah. that could show some range that could yeah. also be Emmy nominated. No, 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 no. We're going to be in movies. So never mind that Emmy uh, Oscar. Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> look at me. I'm just, I'm just throwing the MCU all their, all their awards. And I'm just, just like handing them out. They need right? it. They need all the laurels because they deserve, they deserve. They like keep man, getting shafted. And I'm, a, I'm it worked last year with Shit's Creek. Okay. I was, I, I cleaned him out. I, I gave go. one to everybody and everybody won one. So I'm just saying there's a good chance that I could be speaking things, manifesting, and I'm trying <laughs> to help you out, Kevin Feige, because that's I'm I'm your girl. I'm here for you. Okay. Um, all right. So King. Um All right. So he's trying to get them to take over for him. Essentially mm-hmm. that's what he would like to happen. But now why why does want- he want that to happen? 
Uh, I mean, he he explains that without somebody managing the timeline, it's going to open up the doorway, right? It's going to create branches. It's going to basically destroy the timeline and his variants are going to come back. And then that's going to thrust everybody back into this multiversal war, which almost destroyed everything. Right. But why doesn't he just stay in control and get rid of Loki and Loki? Okay. Well, he says that he's tired. He's like, I'm old. He doesn't look old. That's right. He says, I'm older than I look. That's right. He's older than he looks. He said he's tired, that this is a young man's game, the young and the hungry. He's yes. Wonka, y'all. <laughs> he is Willy Wonka. He wants to pass pass you know, on the instead of factory. children. Yeah, instead of children, he got those two. Yes. <laughs> he wants to give them the keys to the chocolate factory. All right, now I understand. Okay, I'm, I'm with you. Great now. glass elevator. Here we come. <laughs> Here yeah, we come. That's what he wants. I mean, they don't believe him, right? They're like, especially Loki. He's like, why in the world would you want to turn over power? Like that makes zero sense to me. And like we said. He just explained why, right? He's tired. He, he's done. He doesn't want to do it anymore, but he knows it, it's a job that needs to be done. He just does not want to do it. And very, again, another callback to Doctor Strange. He's apparently lived millions of lifetimes and he's searched it out and he's done the research. And essentially the only person, or in this case, people who could take over for him are Loki and Sylvie. Hmm. <laughs> okay. But he warns them again. He's like, so you can either take the job, be benevolent, tell to TVA what they're actually doing, what they're working for. He's like, or kill me and the sacred timeline is exposed and, you know, chaos, ruin, destruction. You know, <laughs> he does like the <laughs> imploding sounds. Love it. Um, so then at one point they're passing through the threshold, which I was like, when I heard the thunder, of course, I was like, is Thor going to show up? I'll die. <laughs> but it was not Thor. Basically, they crossed the point of where Kang knew what was going to happen, which made him vulnerable to the Lokis to be killed because now he didn't know their moves. We've reached the end of the tape, right? File has ended. He doesn't have any more dialogue printed out on paper. Um, I didn't understand the- how that happened, Ashley. Can you explain that? Like, I that part I didn't get because. Uh, oh, the threshold? I, yeah, like I don't I didn't get that. Um, I mean, the best I could make out was just, there was, cause they've kind of been talking about it, that the end of time hadn't been worked out yet. Oh, that's right. They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But okay. He had, it, I guess that was to the point he had had it figured out because mm-hmm. he was talking about how he orchestrated them to come to him because he wanted them to take over. He knew so, the threshold was approaching, I guess is what we can yes. The kind of like the, we can draw. Yeah, like there was that tipping point coming and he needed them there before that so Got that okay. they could make the decision and hopefully the decision he wanted them to make. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, jokes so, on him. Sylvie tries to kill him. Suddenly King is Patty. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Patty. <laughs> All good. All good. Uh, I mean, behind him... So, right, the Citadel is in on this meteor, which is circled by the timeline, like the real timeline, this white, beautiful, and if you look, it starts to branch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that. no, like, that's a problem, right? We know that's a problem. And so the we- whole time I'm watching this, I'm still like, where's King Loki? Am I yes. going to get me some King Loki? And we, she punked, punked. us. Punked. Totally punked us. Totally. So hey, I, I, we're I, mad at you. Where's our King Loki? What's Ashley up and that? I have a theory. Ashley and I have a theory. Go ahead, I have Ashley. a theory that they were like, they can't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After last our, week with uh, President and regular Loki and the same like Our ovaries couldn't handle it. No. Nope. We just been on the floor, like passed out. Wouldn't have been yeah. able to finish the episode. The, the nope. president Loki thirst traps were too much for them. They were like, "We we know Listen, you guys. We're gonna." I like- haven't recovered from <laughs> President Loki. I have not recovered. Oh, I, I no, have not. Will not. No. <laughs> Can't. Won't. Nor do I want to. <laughs> exactly right. Oh my word! So, all right, all right. Yeah. I actually, so I actually wonder if that's a shot from season two because remember there was that 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 uh, what rumor that they had yes. shot a little bit more. Right. Mm-hmm. Could I have mean, also I'd- just been you know they shot it thinking they were going to use it. They weren't going to use it, but they threw it in there just to 
mess with people like me who are gullible and stupid and are like, yeah, well, a lot of, I mean, a I lot mean, of the promos that they showed, right? Like when president Loki says, yeah. When, when president Loki says, what did you expect? Like that was different than what they showed right. us. Right. So yeah, I, I really, they, they, they tricked us. They were mischievous. Damn mischievous it. scamps. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so Sylvie tries to kill him. And Loki's like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. He becomes the voice of reason because he actually believes that he's telling the truth because Loki's like, I'm a liar, but I don't think he's lying about right. this. Right, 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 right. He's like, and look, he- I'm a liar, but I'm I'm listening and I think we got to listen to this guy. Yeah. yeah, he's just asking her to take a minute, right? Take a minute and let's talk this out. Let's like think this through. But Sylvie, man, she just... She yeah, rage. Yeah. She mm-hmm. just rages out and they fight and they fight and our Loki cries and I was going to cry. I was like, don't make him cry, Sylvie. You're on my poop that, list now. <laughs> I mean, when she when she accuses him of wanting the throne and he says, I don't want a throne. I just want you to be okay. Oh, my heart. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> what? <sighs> what? <laughs> The growth from Loki at the beginning of this, you know, when, when we had, and and here's another like way that we were punked throughout this whole thing, which I'm okay with. I'm, I I love this. I, I love this whole, I, I love what we got to see. But remember when they first gave us, they said that they were giving us a Loki series and it was very much, they were playing up and they were pointing out that it was going to be Loki from uh, the Battle of New York. And so we all knew that was going to be like that really like bad guy Loki. And we were all giddy with anticipation about it. And then he turned into the softest, sweetest, most cuddly um, by the end of all this. Um, and I'm not mad about it. I'm just saying uh, we all thought it was going to be much more of, of yeah. something different. But at the same time, I absolutely love how it was handled and how I go back to that what was it? The, was it the first episode or was it the second? I think it was the first episode where he sat and he watched the film of his life. The first oh, episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was and so it, heartbreaking. It was so heartbreaking. And now that we've gotten to this end here, and if you went back and you were to watch this whole series all over again, which I'm sure we all will, um, I really think that that's, that's that moment that just made such an impact on him that he has held through for all of the rest of this. And then, of course, when he met Sylvie, his heart was softened to a point to where he was able to open himself up and want, I mean, you know, come on. He loved his, his brother. He loved Thor all this time. Yeah. He loved his mom all this time. So it's not like he had a frost giant heart, you know I mean? He wasn't like frozen. He wasn't incapable. He, he just wasn't incapable. Help he him. just couldn't help himself. Yeah. Exactly. Help and, um, and so, you know, this, but, but what a range, right? What a change all along. I mean, I want to say that even this Loki that we're getting here at the end of, of the series of season one of the series um, is pretty deep. And yeah. has grown a lot, you know, even more so than maybe what we saw in um, Infinity War. So, yeah. yeah, really, for the people that I've seen complaining about that he went soft, honestly, like, I, I love our bad boy Loki, always will. But I do love seeing his arc. Abs- that it's the arc. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, is, just... I gr- come when, completely agree with you. Is I love the writing. I love the growth. I love taking a character. Because, I mean, think about it. Um, I, I was reading something. It's just my tangent. Sorry, y'all. But I was reading something about um, James Gunn, you know, and the whole yep. Twitter debacle and how he wrote some horrible things out on Twitter. And it got pulled out. And it got him fired. And here we are a couple years later and he's kind of opening up and talking a little bit about it and what he wrote, don't get me wrong is abhorrent and was terrible. And he had to, he had to, he had, he had to accept whatever punishment came from it. Right. That's, but I am a believer of (laughs) you can change, you can grow, you can mature and we should, embrace that aspect of humanity. Right. And so I loved seeing that in this character in Loki and that he had this growth arc and he had this change and it was, 
it was subtle, but at the same time dramatic. You know what I mean? Like it, yep. it, it is a little of both right there. But um, so I really just enjoyed it. And, and it was a what good commentary did. too, like on what has happened or transpired in the world in mm-hmm. the last year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that we are capable of adapting and changing and growing if, if right, we, we are willing to be introspective I guess I don't know it was yeah I think it was a good and I don't know that that was the intention obviously but for me it kind of spoke to me on that level I agree I agree yeah yeah we're not even done, like, with Ashley recapping this. I this is, know. This is- but, y'all, there is so much. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, tangents happen. No, no, no. I love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm love branching it. off the timeline. Okay, go back. Go back, Ashley. <laughs> Let me get Miss Minutes over here. <laughs> oh, don't, call you- that, don't call that heifer in here. <laughs> She'll scare you into submission. <laughs> hey, no. y'all. <laughs> oh, Lord. No, thanks. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they have their kiss. But it was to double-cross him. Sylvie pushes him through a door and back into the TVA, leaving her alone in the Citadel with Kang, who tells her, you know, he has been talking about reincarnation, which one, in the comics, Loki returns again and again from death mm-hmm. via reincarnation. And in fact, if you pay attention in that scene when Sylvie's like, that's garbage, that's, that's a fairy tale, Loki looks like he's about to correct her. Like, oh, hold on a minute, you know. But he doesn't get the chance to. But that's a little foreshadowing, too, because when Sylvie goes to kill um, Kang, you know, she's like, are you going to beg for your life? And he's like, no, not really. He's like laughing. (laughs) She stabs him and he looks at her and he says, I'll see you soon and winks at her. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm telling you, he's terrifying. Yes, Mm -hmm. he knows. He knows because he said he goes, if you kill me, I'll still end up right back here. And I was like, oh, Um. Yeah. And then right after that happens, you know, she's crying, feeling some sort of way. I'm feeling some sort of way about her. So I don't really care about her tears. I know. Like, (laughs) what are you crying about? Heifer? I know. You pick pick stabbing crazy Kang over (laughs) kissing Tom. Like, who Who would do that? Would not be me? Would not be me? Betraying the one person. But, I mean, it's poetic, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I know it had to happen, but still. No, no. We were we were flipping some tables over here and a little mad about um, How dare you? Yeah. How dare you hurt Tom? See, that's what it is. Don't hurt my baby. No, no, because the Loki stands will come for you. You got that right. Um, We're not serious, folks. Everybody (laughs) And we also know that the actress is not the character, like, poor Wyatt Russell. I know. Well, (laughs) poor Wyatt Russell, but really, how Uh, dare you? How dare you again? I know. How dare you? But (laughs) on this podcast, we do realize that they are two separate people. They are not their characters. No, no, no. But still, you know, Captain America, faux Captain America. Oh, <laughs> don't get me started. Okay, um, <laughs> sorry. Back to the timeline. Back to the timeline. So while she's crying on the floor and we don't care, they zoom out to the outside and the timeline is not only branching, it's like going insane. It's crackling with energy. The lines are crossing. It's like springtime came, everything bloomed all at once and like just psh, everywhere, just branches everywhere and then we see on the tva monitor red lines all the beeping like you know that ominous like armageddon beeping like this is a problem (laughs) um hunter b15 and mobius are trying to figure out what's going on loki pulls himself together decides to go try and find mobius he's running through the tva looking amazing um, sorry, I was just like, I really Search, enjoyed it. Searching in all the places that him and Mobius hung out. I, I know. Mean, that, uh, again. Oh. Uh, and then here's where my heart broke again. Mm-hmm. Um, Mobius and Hunter B15 are talking about, like, what should we do? Like, does he want us to take care of the timeline? He, he, being he who remains, right? They didn't know mm-hmm. about him. So how do they know about him now? Hmm. That was your first clue. The second clue is when Loki starts talking to him. <laughs> Mobius is like, but who are you? <laughs> oh, no. And still, and still the loveliest, most tender and kind person to this, you know, 
analyst that he quote unquote doesn't know. Right. right? He's still like the sweetest, kindest. And yeah, I, I, where do we send our bill for therapy? Um, Honestly. of Kevin Feige at, yes. at Marvel Studios. Kevin.feige <laughs> at Marvel.com. <laughs> um, yeah, so Loki is like us, right? He's just brokenhearted. Like, dude, my girl it's, turned on me. Now my best yeah. friend doesn't know who I am. We're not getting a jet ski. No. So, and then... We're not so, getting a jet ski. We're not. <laughs> And it's sad. Okay. I'm I needed sad. that. They couldn't even give us that, like, in, in the credits. Like, I was staring at the credits, hoping there'd be a salty. picture. Something. Salty. I'm so salty. <laughs> okay. So. I guess the world's ending. He doesn't have time for a jet ski. But I guess. I guess the, multi- the multiversal war is happening with jet ski later, right? Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, but yeah. And then Loki looks out. And where there used to be the statues of the timekeepers, there's only mm-hmm. one statue, and it just happens to be Kang the Conqueror, who is now in control. Because Mobius and Hunt and Hunter B15 were talking about him. He doesn't know him. The timeline's already in chaos, clearly. Something's already gone wrong. And then psh, credits. And we don't get a post-credit scene in this one, but we do get a final shot where Loki's case file is stamped saying Loki will return in season two. Season two. Season two. Woo. Hallelujah. <sighs> yeah. Amen. And I'm I'm good with I'm good with season two, Avi. I mean, like, we need more of this story, and I like that we're gonna get it in this um in this uh this this type of content. So And we're getting more Loki. In what if Doctor Strange and, two yeah, and Doctor yeah. Strange that was confirmed today, but Tom on um, Jimmy Fallon basically was like he he voiced Loki in in what yes. if yes he did so woohoo they got almost everybody back for what if which is also cool yeah yeah except, yeah so I'm oh my gosh I'm so geeked I'm yeah so geeked. no I mean I'm Girl, I'm, same. I'm thrilled <laughs> with it because obviously more Tom Hiddleston more Tom as Loki and um. All of this is is good, 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 good. Um, but I'm also a little nervous because what have they changed going forward? What do you mean? You mean in the movies? Yeah, like obviously uh, yeah. they can't change the movies, right? right. But but are we going to have alternate timelines and alternate realities now that we're going to need to go, Oh, but that didn't happen before, but it happened in this alter. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, things are going to get weird. Er, now. I think sure. it, I think it will, but I also like, I love that this show, this series kind of gave hope for, you know, Loki's fate in Endgame or in, in Infinity mm-hmm. War. Like, uh-huh. I feel like that, I, I, I get where you're coming from, but I'm also like, you know, I'm Loki, and when I die, I don't. So, you know. We survive. I mean, I guess it's, yeah, at some point, maybe that shtick will get old. Uh, I'm not is- falling for it, Julia, because as <laughs> soon as I get on board, I will have my heart ripped out and broken everywhere. Um, I hear what you're, (laughs) I hear what you're saying. I want that to be the case. I would be totally, completely fine, to be honest, if there is some way for them to alter that one scene so that it turns out that yes, he quote unquote died, but he did like cast an illusion so powerful that it fooled the mad Titan himself to quote classic Loki. Right. Mm -hmm. I'd be good with that. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, just, I just, mm, you know, because there's nothing more I love so much, and I and I have from the beginning, and um, just for for people that, that don't know, um, in the MCU, my gateway to the MCU was Thor, and so I've loved Thor and Loki from the get go. I never saw, I didn't see Iron Man for years. Actually, I don't, I just didn't go see it in the movie theater. I wasn't interested in it. It was Thor that that first caught my attention for some sort of truth is, is, is what it is. Um, so I've always loved Thor and Loki and they've always, you know, been very, very much the bros that I, I love to see together. So yes, I want that to happen. I'm just kind of a little bit I guarded. I'm just I a little guarded. So. I have to have to protect uh, myself a little bit. You got to hold I, your heart a little bit. A little I bit. feel, I feel like it's going to get crazy and I think it's, we're going to see stuff like, 
that we've seen before, but it doesn't turn out the same way until they fix it. Like they're going to have to fix it. And that's going to be the big, the big thing this time, right? Yeah. The multiverse of madness. That's how they're going to have all the Spider-Men. That's like the worst kept secret ever. You know, <laughs> in Far From Home Or right. No Way Home. That's why we haven't gotten a No Way Home trailer, everyone. It's because they want to be like, oh, look, now you'll understand it. Even Surprise. Though yeah, yeah, exactly. Worst, worst, worst kept internet secret ever. Um, but yeah, we're going to be seeing the fallout. But I love how... They explain the timeline here and they took the time to explain it in Loki because people are going to need that solid foundation going forward because, yeah, it totally gets tricky. Uh, And what if is also like alternate timelines, right? It's what if this happened instead of this? So it's kind of almost like the waiting pool, like you're kind of starting to get your toes in the water. But correct me me if I'm wrong about what if. What if is my interpretation or my impression and I can be completely off on this is that it is literally like a standalone, like we're just picking this up and putting it over here. These are all the stories of what if we did something different? In other words, yeah. it's not going to necessarily affect anything in the no, timeline no. that we go forward or whatever. I don't want to say that it's not canon because I don't know all the rules of what ma- makes something canon or not. But you know what I'm saying? Like it's mm-hmm. it's like a separate chunk of stories that we're you know putting yeah, over it's, here. I didn't mean that it was going to affect our timeline. Okay, good. Just want to make sure. I, I was like, did I miss something? Is no, that no. What's happening? I, I was just okay, saying. Cool. I think it'll be a good like like I said, like getting your toes wet mm-hmm, to figure mm-hmm. out what it's going to look like on the big on the big side of things like what you know because like like you were saying how it took a a while for to like get the whole variant thing and like really grasp the the concept and the notion i think the what if's going to help people with the multiverse stuff because it's going to get insane and confusing and you're going to need this podcast to explain it to you that's right keep you on track we're here That's for right. you. We are here. <laughs> Tell you for what you missed. You. <laughs> <laughs> and you have the benefit of two non-comic readers that will ask all the questions that you're dying to know. <laughs> That's right, right. Uh, we're, we're here as a service. Um, speaking of, so this is probably going to be the last um, No Gill Fangirls, at least until we get to What If. We'll take a little break. And then, ladies, are you interested in coming back to talk What If? Um, oh, my gosh. Yes. Sure. It's all been right. so fun. All right. Yeah. All right. Cool, cool. Ashley, like, you know, you might as well just co sign on and, you know, <laughs> I'll start giving you half of everything I make on this podcast. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> oh. Oh, here you go. Yeah. You, you, there you go. I just paid you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I appreciate you, like, being, making time and doing this uh, for this whole year because there's just been so much. And it is definitely something where I can talk about how much I love XYZ but it is so much more fun to fangirl with people and to talk about um, all of these different things. And I think some of these series need a full explanation like this. And so that's, that's why you're here, why you guys are here. And so I appreciate that. Um, but we'll pencil you in to come <laughs> back in August and we'll talk some more about, uh, about what they're, what the MCU is continuing to, to do for us and make us so happy. Um and any, break our hearts all at all, once. All at once. Abs- absolutely. Absolutely. Um, anything that you want to say as a final wrap up to Loki or projections or predictions or anything? I won't predict anything, but I really will say that I so appreciate the amount of love and care and passion that went into this project. I know a yeah. lot of people are kind of salty about how it ended. Um, I frankly... I could not have imagined a more beautiful gift to Loki stands. Honestly, like I am so grateful the show exists. I will probably watch it every day at some point, like some of the episodes. Um, and just, I just loved it so much. It was so awesome. So that's me. <laughs> I mean, I agree. I'm a Loki fan from, mythology like I'm, I'm Loki stan on all levels and a Tom fan so I loved it and I thought it wrapped up not wrapped up beautifully and like with a bow but it wrapped up <laughs> like it needed to and I think what it served as for people 
who were kind of like feeling some sort of way, right. About our Avengers going away, like all these characters you've grown to love for 10 years. And now we're getting new characters. And I think this served as a great catalyst to propel the MCU forward and to get people super hyped again. Cause I know people were losing their minds on Twitter when that timeline went insane and when it crackled and burst apart and people were like, Oh, I, you know, like I haven't felt this way since infinity war and Endgame." And I'm like, exactly. That's yep. what this is. It's going to be big. Like you guys, you got to trust in, you got to trust in Kevin Feige. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. And, and, and it's, it's definitely one of those things that um, I think the more we see and the more we learn, there's just so, such a depth and they are so committed to storytelling just keep an open mind, folks. Way. Yeah, for sure. Um, I actually had a conversation with um, with Joe, with one of our friends on Twitter, Joe, and he's was like, whoa. And I said, wait, are you saying whoa about Loki or are you saying whoa about Run Disney? Because, you know, Run Disney's came back Oh, yesterday. my gosh. Yes. And, um, and he was like, wait, did something new happen with Run Disney? I was like, okay, no, no. So we're talking Loki. I was like, yes, let's talk Loki. So we were talking about it. And he was just, you know, of course, saying the same things, a lot of the same things that we were and talking about it. And um, and Joe was like, oh, my gosh, the casting, it was just on point. And I said, Joe, when has Marvel done us wrong? When right. hasn't the casting been on point? So I cough, know. Cough, Yelena. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, no, no. She's saying that she's amazing. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I was We're like, definitely... wait a second. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm a Yelena Stan. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, for, <laughs> for sure, a thousand, thousand percent sure. Um, and you know, I just have to say, so for the casting directors, and we actually have a friend of ours is uh, Lindsay's husband is part of the Marvel casting team for some of these things. I know he did. Um, I think Guardians of the Galaxy and anyway, a whole bunch of stuff. Anyway, just a shout out to you guys. I don't know that casting gets enough love, um, but when y'all get it right, y'all get it right. And there's, I just can't think of a misstep in the MCU off the top of my head where I went, meh, you know, I mean, everybody has been so good. Natalie Um, Portman. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay. maybe I should type it in the chat and not say it on air. No, 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 no. I we've, said what I said. <laughs> we've shaded on Natalie before, but here's the thing about Natalie. Oh, no, no. I did some background research as to why Natalie was the way she was. And I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying I'm team Natalie. I'm saying there might have been reasons why she was so crappy in those movies and about those movies. And I'm hoping that what we see in Love and Thunder is a correction of that because Taika wanted her. And Taika, I hope that they stick to the comic book and they kill her at the end. Ah, yes. <laughs> I just like, keep dead I keep dead. Her- <laughs> I just think about Taika saying, "You don't know what you want. I will tell you." That's what, you what I'm want. saying. That's so, what I'm saying. Taika said it, and I believe so, in Taika. Um, Natalie Portman. I know. Oh. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. Natalie's a big one. Okay. Well, but you know, in the same, <laughs> in the same vein, we got Darcy. We got a Natalie, but we also got a Darcy. So oh, at least we got, I'll keep uh, we Darcy all day. <laughs> Darcy, woo, I'm here for that. Um, But, but I, I have to say at least some of the history of it is that I saw is that she was, she was annoyed with the way the character was written and how she was portrayed. And if you watch those movies, those Thor movies, she's not wrong. Like it was, oh yeah, you know, she was definitely pigeonholed and treated kind of crap. And I think that came out in the way she was just like, I don't want to be here for this. But she's also bad in Star Wars. I was going to say, did that happen in Star Wars too? That's a whole different discussion. And and yes, I hate her in Star Wars. I hate her in Star Wars. She's poo-pooed on both franchises. So when she came back, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I get it. I get it. And uh, like I said, in Taika, I trust. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that this is a correction for that. So while I am not by any means an Ellie Portman lover, in fact, I shaded on her quite a bit when we first had this news come out. I was not happy about it. Um, I am open, I guess is what I'm saying, as I am leaving my heart um, open to see what she does with this different character, with a different director, with a different experience. And um, we'll just have to see. 
fine, but Ashley and I are just waiting. Yeah. Just, you know, we're waiting yeah. and watching. Yes. <laughs> hey, I've been wrong before, right? I mean, come on. I'm wrong I, all the time. I, I just like say, every like, time. <laughs> Taika has not steered us wrong, so let's we'll 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 give yeah, it to Taika. I mean, that's that's where I was. I stood on it. I was like, I'll trust in Taika, mm-hmm. but I hope that they kill her dead. <laughs> dead, dead. Not comic book dead. Not Loki dead. Like she needs to be gone forever. Hashtag, that's it. That's Hashtag it. forever dead. Dead. <laughs> dead is yes. right now. Dead. All right. All right. I, I, I will get- cheer so loud. <laughs> when that all happens. Right. Well, now I need to me. watch. I need to watch this movie with you because <laughs> yeah, we do. And wow, that escalated quickly. It did. It did. It sure did. Sorry. All right, as, yeah. as rabid as we are about Tom, we have feelings apparently about Natalie. So, so many feelings. Lots of feelings. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back uh, in a couple of weeks. We're going to take some breaks, but we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to rate review. You know you want to hear the hate on Natalie Portman. Is, is she in What If? <laughs> Have we looked at that yet? I don't know if she has a What If. Oh, I, d- I, didn't, I didn't see her. I hope not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Please know. Right. <laughs> Please know. We'll be, we'll be back. Um, and don't forget, share this with your friends because, as you know, it is no fun to fangirl alone. Bye, y'all. Bye, Bye. guys.